Hello. Hello. <laughs> it's funny when I was getting you to test the microphone and you said hello. You were quieter than when I spray hit record and really? you said hello. So you automatically turn on your like my performance muscle. Yeah, your projection. Yeah. Um, oh, creepy. Yeah. Hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so uh, I have a couple topics uh, that I haven't discussed with you that I was going to discuss today. I have discussed with you with these topics. But I haven't told you that they're going to be the topics we're going to talk about today. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what we normally do to yeah. a certain degree. I, was, I don't know why I'm saying this out loud. <laughs> but I guess for the listener, if they wanted to know what our what our method is, it's usually a case that I have like two or three topics in mind to talk about and then I like shoot them at you. Or sometimes I have topics. That's true. But I usually kind of like, you know. But I usually seek your approval beforehand if I have topics. Right, because you're kind of like, is this so... Because you're new to podcasting. Yeah. This is your first ever podcast. Yeah. Well, not first episode, but right, first, you know, right. series. Whereas I... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've... One, two, three... I think I've quit three or four podcasts over the years. Yeah. So, you know, um, this is like... This is way down the list. Anyway, the said topics... Mm. Uh, you've talked before on this podcast about how you don't like superhero movies. Right. Um, I managed to, not to manage to convince you, because you're always very nice and will agree to go to superhero movies with me, but I tend not to ask you to come to superhero movies with me, because I know it's not your bag. Mm-hmm. It's like getting you to watch, like, you know, an action movie, like, it just, you know, it's not, you're, you're, it's not your thing. Why would I do it? Yeah, and you've said before that you don't want to go to a movie with me if you know I'm not going to like it, because it, like... Ruins your enjoyment to see it. Because, yeah, if you're seeing a movie that you're really into and you know the person you're with is like, this is shit, like, you yeah. know, that rains on your parade a little bit. That, that poops on your party a bit. Yeah, but um, you've seen a few with me now. Yeah. And uh, Deadpool 2 was released recently. And you hadn't seen Deadpool 1. And I didn't want to. And you didn't want to. At all. And I, But I was like, I was in that headspace of like, you know what, I'm even just fascinated to hear you bitch about it. Because mm. oh, I was like, because the ones I may, had seen you before were kind of more standard superhero fare in the sense of like, you know, the Marvel movies like Black Panther, Captain America, uh, and then we went to see Wonder Woman just out of like shits and giggles because neither of us really wanted to see Wonder Woman but we were both like just curious yeah because we knew there was going to be a big conversation around it so I think we just wanted to be able to join the conversation I guess so that's Um, pretty much why we saw it but Deadpool is a little bit different in the sense it's an over 18s movie which none of those movies are and uh, or rated R rated R if you're American it's rated R (laughs) no if you're American it's rated R not or. Listen, we're not going down that road. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's kind of, uh, it's, it's, it's something that I was just fascinated to hear your thoughts on. So I said like, okay, come to see Deadpool 2 with me. And the night before, I'll get you to watch Deadpool on Netflix. And uh, you were surprisingly into Deadpool. Uh, I say into, I mean like it was like... Of all the superhero movies you had seen, it was the one you disliked the least. 
Yeah, well, here's the thing. So with Deadpool, and you know, I didn't particularly want to watch it. I was doing this to be good to you. You yes. know, you've been working really hard, and I, I really wanted to do something nice for you. So yeah. the very kind, you know, generous thing I did was watch a movie. A hundred percent, I knew it was a favor. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so even within the first 10 or 15 minutes, I was super, like, judgmental. Like, I had my, my stank face on, you know, like, Yeah, you were, you were also on your phone for the first, like, 10 was or 15 I? minutes. Yeah, 100%. You missed half of the opening sequence. Did I? Yeah, remember I told you, like, oh, that, see, here's a funny bit, and you were like, well, oh, yeah, and you are looking not, over No, here. no, no, that wasn't true, because I saw him do the hand thing. I just didn't remember it as a sideways reference. No, but, like, you, but I had to rewind to show it no, to you No, I again. had seen, but I had seen it. You just didn't, I had seen it. Both times, I just didn't okay. plot that it well, was a well, sideways the, the slow mo sequence, the credit sequence that you're on your phone for. I mean, that's the credits. Okay, but it, I mean, the credits in the Deadpool movie is a, is a kind of a set piece joke like thing. Yeah. But anyway, anyway. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I'm just, I'm just, I'm letting the the listener know like that was your level of like you know excitement to watch it. Yeah. Like I was fine with that, but like you know. Yeah. Um, but it won me over in the end, but not fully. Like, there was still, in Deadpool, there was still a lot of moments that bored me. Like, you know, a, a lot of the action sequences yeah. bored me. But I liked a lot of it, too. Like, I didn't know anything about the character, so I didn't know that the origin story was that he had cancer. And and it was, you know, a love story, which I liked. And I liked that element of it. And, yeah, so after seeing Deadpool, I was kind of like, I dislike this the least out of any superhero movie I've ever seen. Okay. And good, great soundtrack as well. Yeah, that was that was a bonus to it. And something about its tone and it, and it not taking itself too seriously and, it you know, it breaking the fourth wall and taking the piss, something about that made it much more accessible to me. Yeah, which, because you don't take superhero movies seriously, so right. a movie not about superheroes not taking itself seriously is, you know, on your side. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, like, then, like, less than 24 hours later... Yeah. Like, the next morning, we went to uh, Deadpool 2 in the cinema, and you said you liked that more. I, I think I, like, genuinely really liked that movie. <laughs> <laughs> actually, like, I, I can't believe it. I actually never thought I'd see the day that I genuinely liked a superhero movie, but I think that's the one that I genuinely like. Now, now here's the thing, though. I don't know, and this is what I say about all of them. Like, I see why you like all of them. You know, the ones I've watched with you. So, Captain America, Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, I, I, see what, I see what you're doing. I'm, your I'm smirking right now because <laughs> Dar- I asked Darcy to race... Because before we saw Deadpool 2, she had seen uh, exactly five superhero movies yeah. with me. And so I asked her to rate them, and she rated Captain America last. And, and I know it broke your heart. The fact I'm that sorry. we're still together as a married couple, dear listener, is a miracle in and of itself. I'm sorry, it's just... And, and here's the thing, but I get why you like it. You Whatever. know, I think it's Whatever. sweet, I think Move it's on. very cute Move that on. you like it. But all of them, to me, are movies that I'm like, I get why someone likes this. I don't. I would never watch it again. Um, but a couple of them are the type... This is a type of movie for me. This is like a level of movie. That say we were at your parents' house and right. your parents were flipping through channels, I would root for this. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, like, and that I feel about... Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Maybe even Deadpool. Okay. And that's probably it. 
Yeah. Right. So they're, they're definitely on a different level than the other ones. Right. And, yeah, Deadpool 2, I don't know, I think going, seeing something in the cinema always makes you like it a little bit more. And the soundtrack is so good. And, you know, I, yeah, I was invested in it. I really, and I wasn't even bored, which is crazy, because usually anything with action, I'm just like, oh, my God, like, what is this? But, um, no, I really liked Deadpool 2. Okay. I'm Okay, so for the, for the record... The movies she had seen are Wonder Woman, Captain America, Black Panther, Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man, Homecoming. Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, and now the Deadpools. See, I am wondering if, because of that, see, Guardians of the Galaxy is very comedy-based. I don't think I'll like Guardians of the Galaxy. But I was saying that about Deadpool as well. I don't know. I don't... I just... Uh, ooh, just like... The whole Chris Pratt thing. I don't know. I just fe- have a feeling I won't like Guardians of the Galaxy. But maybe we should try it. I didn't think I would like Deadpool either. Yeah. What are your feelings towards Ryan Reynolds in general? That's a funny one. Because going into it, I think I would have been like, ugh, Ryan Reynolds. And I think that's usually my attitude, even before seeing a Ryan Reynolds movie, that I'm like, ugh, Ryan Reynolds. But then I think he always manages to kind of win me over. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he's always managed to win me over, but I think he has with these movies. And yeah. again, I was the same. I didn't like him. Yeah. In general, because he's just he's a he's 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 a lot. Yeah. I think is the best way to put it. Like he's a bit much. <laughs> yeah. And here's this isn't important and it shouldn't be, but I'm just gonna say it. I don't think he's good looking. I think you're crazy, but all right. I really don't think he's good looking. But you know right. who really likes him? Who? Who's been on this podcast? Britney, oh. and that's Britney's type of guy. Like you, you, like Britney needs a guy to be like a little bit cocky, and Ryan Reynolds is, is oh yeah, cocky. 100%. Like he's dripping with that. But at the same time, he's very self-deprecating. Yeah, uh, and that's why he gets away with I it. I think he gets away with it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so that was that was the movie favor that you did for me that turned out very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the movie favor I did for you about a week or so before oh, so that. We're, we're allowed to talk about this. I did, I never said we weren't. Okay. Um, we're going to talk about uh, Darcy's event of the year. Yeah. Which is an Amy Schumer movie. Things always get heated when we talk about Amy Schumer. That's why I'm they surprised do. you wanted to bring this up. I uh, know. I think we have. En- I think we have enough distance from having seen the movie okay. that we're okay. That's okay. what I did because we did actually record a podcast like since we watched the, that movie. Okay. And we didn't mention. We've that. taken some time and but, some space. I think I think we're. Uh, I can be chill about it this time okay <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we saw I Feel Pretty mm-hmm. uh, which had a little bit of controversy flowing around about it yeah um, because of the trailer and specifically because of the trailer the controversy was less so about the movie and more so about the trailer because the trailer did make it seem like the movie was going to be kind of one thing I, I don't agree with that. Okay. Uh, that's, I think that's your own projections, and that's it's, anybody else's own projections. It's not a projection. Proje- it's it not a, a projection, projection Baby, you're very, you're very biased when it comes to Amy Schumer, and you don't think that she can do no wrong. You've literally said those words a million times, and I'm saying the word literally and the word million <laughs> in the same sentence. Now listen, I think I probably have said those words but I've also been Probably. critical. I, I mean, yeah, I have said those words. And look, that's not true. She, of course she can do wrong. 
Is she amazing and wonderful? Absolutely. But nobody's <laughs> perfect. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. Yeah, exactly. And I have criticized her when I thought it was appropriate. Like, I wasn't crazy about the leather special, and I wasn't crazy about her book. Well, so hold there on. have been times that I have not been crazy about her but and when admit you, it. When you say criticized her, yeah. like, you thought the leather special was a bit meh, and you thought her book was a bit meh. That's not really criticizing. That's a what. Well, I that's just that's just not thinking she was amazing at something. No, no, I've criticized the leather special for you know the, the all the jokes about like oh my pussy smells horrible. Like I'm like that's tired and it's not funny. And I criticized her book too because I think she was patting herself on the back a lot in her book and I disliked that. So I've been specific with my criticism of her. Okay, but when I tried to talk about her book on this podcast before, and saying that you had said those sort of things about it, you were like, no, I didn't. Oh, but you put, but you were, you said criticisms that I hadn't said. You came back with the wrong criticisms. Okay. I, I misquoted you. Yeah, totally. Right. Okay. So that was what I took issue with. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, as you can tell, it always gets heated when we talk about it. It does. I can feel my heart rate, like, <laughs> rising. I actually can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's interesting, because, like, I know you you have such an affinity with her. Mm-hmm. So, I, I think any criticism towards her, you feel like is a, tr- is a criticism towards you. You have that level of fandom towards her. Like, you really are... Yeah, but it's not just that level of fandom. It's... it's Because I don't... Well, maybe this is what fandom is. Maybe I've never been a, fa- a true fan of any, anyone before. It's because our worldview is so similar. And I really understand where she's coming from. So, when people are misinterpreting it, I... I it just, it's a misinterpretation, and that's frustrating. And so all of this um, controversy around the trailer is people misunderstanding and people projecting. And I think, and so does she, it says more about them and the way they see her and the way, because, because and I've said this to you before, they can't even, the controversy around the trailer couldn't, have, even, couldn't even agree on what the controversy was. I'll, I'll say what it is. Yeah, I was going to say, we haven't named what the controversy okay. is yet. So, well, that's the thing. It's they, the, the people who were angry about it weren't even in agreement about why they were angry about it, okay? So some people were annoyed because the concept of I Feel Pretty, if you don't know, is that it's Amy Schumer. She's a woman with low self-esteem. She hits her head in a soul cycle class. And I don't know what that face is for, but... I, just, I don't know if she, like, necessarily is a woman with low self-esteem. Like, at the start. Okay, but we're, if we're just talking about the trailer... Well, that's the thing, but, like, okay, even in the... I don't even know if the trailer explains it as well as you're explaining it right now. Okay. Like, that's the thing. I think it just says, like, woman, hit, like, hits her head, thinks she's... And suddenly thinks she's a supermodel. Suddenly thinks she's a supermodel. So a not supermodel hits her head and suddenly thinks she's a supermodel. And comedy ensues. And comedy ensues. And so the question was, what is the comedy about? Like, what right. is what are we laughing at? Yeah. Are we laughing at her because she thinks she's prettier than she is? Mm-hmm. Or are we laughing at her because, like, you know, uh, she's doing things that someone her size shouldn't be doing? See, the, that is your projection. No, but it was, someone it's her a question. Size. It, but, that's, it, but that's, but I, but that's you, and that's whoever else was watching it. I never said anything about uh, people her size, and the trailer never said anything about people her size. But that's and the, the thing, fact but that's, that's the thing, because it does, but this, hold on, just, just before, because I know where you're going, right? But that's that she's she's shaking her head because in frustration. But that's but that's what you're saying is the 
is kind of has been my point from the beginning. And it was my point after we watched the movies too. In the sense of I don't think the trailer was clear about it. And I think that allowed for a lot of people to, like you said, project or misinterpret, however way you want to put it, what the trailer was trying to get us to laugh at and what it was trying to say. And I think a lot of people, because it was so vague in that, I think a lot of people were able to read what they wanted into it or what they didn't want into it, that what their fears were. They were reading their fears into it as well. And having watched the movie, I think the movie is kind of a little bit vague and a little bit... It even kind of contradicts itself sometimes about what the message is. Okay, before we even get into that, like, let's just stick to the trailer and the controversy around the trailer. Okay. The fact that you... That's all you, bro. Like, that is on you. No, no. And my... Like, my blood is boiling right now. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I know, like, I the know. Fact, like, the I fact know. that you said, like, someone her size. Like... You fucking went there, man. The trailer didn't go there. Okay. I didn't go there. Can I say how the trailer did go there? You can try and you'll will be wrong, but go okay. ahead. The trailer showed her on stage right. with a line of women who yeah. were smaller than her. Okay. okay. Or more conventionally beautiful than her. But or what, but whatever. What, Dress or dressed differently than her. But they were they were. She had a makeshift was, bikini on, it was they a had bikini, an actual bikini it was on. A bi- okay, but again, can let me finish. Let me get through this point. Mm-hmm. It was, she was on stage in what looked like a wet t-shirt or a bikini contest. Well, it was a bikini contest because everyone else was in a bikini. I know, but again, it wasn't very clear. That is pretty clear what someone's wearing. Yeah, no, I know what she's wearing, but it wasn't clear what the competition was for. Okay. Because we're only seeing her dance. We're not seeing the rest of them dance. So okay. maybe like they wore the t- wet t-shirts or not. It was, I'm just saying, uh, in a, in a two-minute trailer... And the probably 20 seconds of this scene that we got in the trailer, Mm -hmm. it's not 100% clear. Okay, so she's in some sort of, like, stage contest where she's being sexy and throwing water on her white Mm t-shirt and her makeshift bikini. Mm -hmm. And in the background are women half her size... You can tell that she wasn't meant to be in this because you know it was makeshift and she and I think even in the trailer she talks about she's going to jump up and kind of invade this kind of competition. Right. So is that so not you, funny in and of itself? But that's the thing. But then they cut to an audience who are kind of like, what is this? And then they also in the trailer and and you miss this and I want to reshow you the trailer so you see this. They also in the trailer show the audience applauding and going crazy for her. But it's that that's so funny but how either, much that but is either your way, projection. But it's not. But it, it you're, is. You're saying projection and you can only project something if it's not there. There's enough of these sort of clues there that you can find this in. Because you, for whatever reason, think that. Because you, you, you created that story. Like you created some story that of it having to do with her size. I didn't create. But I that's didn't, all we had to go on. That's all you had to go on because her size was such a big deal to you. Like no, it's, it wasn't it's, a big it's deal. It's not to, to me. But that's like, the thing. It's not a big deal to me. First of all, I don't. That's why people were getting annoyed because she wasn't that big. And the movie was showing her with women half her size. Right. And so you was you can only assume from that that the joke is that she's bigger than them and doing this. That's what you assumed from that. But that's, that's, but that's not what, what I but that's assumed. What a, but that's what a lot of people assume. So it's not a yeah, huge leap. Yeah, and that's but like that's 
in some sense, and on them. But it's not like Hollywood hasn't done that a million times. When has Hollywood done that before? Come on. They've, like, you pick at any sort no, no, of, No, no, no. Like... This is what's so interesting to me. So let me make a point here. Okay. Let me finish, okay? Right. This is what's so interesting to me that it's, like, people with a woman's body, like Amy Schumer, and we keep referring to her size, and her size is probably, like, a U.S. size 8 a UK size 12. She's a normal sized woman. She's not overweight, but she's not underweight and she's not tiny and most Hollywood actresses are tiny, but she's not overweight. And so it's like people are so confused. They actually, and that's what's so funny about the controversy in the trailer. There are like two camps. There was the camp that said, uh, oh my God, like Amy Schumer is supposed to be the fat girl? That's ridiculous. How is she supposed to be the fat, ugly girl? Like she's not fat and she's not ugly. Bruh. There was one side saying that. And then there was one side saying, it is so mean to make fun of a fat girl like this. It is so mean to make fun of a fat girl like this. You're playing both sides of that right now, which I find interesting. And I'm playing neither. And I find it hilarious how people are getting so, how people just can't deal with seeing a normal woman on screen and the comments being not not being that she's overweight but then you're writing it in your head that she's overweight and yeah she's if she was existing and here's where here were the points that you made about the movie that were that were valid you were saying this is not the real world like there I was saying it's okay that these girls are making fun of her and saying she's this and that in this world because she was existing working at a magazine where all models worked and she was in a world with all models much like Hollywood and much like Amy Schumer in Hollywood. In Hollywood, Amy Schumer probably does feel like the larger, slightly less attractive girl, whereas in the real world, she really wouldn't. And so you're saying it's a disconnect between Hollywood and the real world. And I was saying what well, the movie sort of explained that by making her exist in this sort of fashion world. And you're saying, well, that's a fucking disconnect from normal people. And I agree with that. But I think you're, because you're saying that um, people are projecting this because of their own issues. Yes. Absolutely. And I slightly disagree. Okay. Because I don't necessarily think it's about our how we perceive Amy Schumer. But I think it's about how we perceive how Hollywood perceives Amy Schumer. And I know that's, what you mean. And that's the complicated part of it. Yeah. Because most of the people who are complaining, you know, would never think Amy Schumer is quote unquote fat. They, most people would recognize, yeah, she's an average-sized sort of woman. Mm -hmm. But because we know she is an anom anomaly within that system, mm -hmm. and that we know that ho how Hollywood, you know, has a bad track record for trying to make out that someone is who is normal-sized is fat. Like, you know, go back to any 80s movie. Yeah. Like, you know, anybody who isn't, like, a stick is, mm -hmm. like, you know, gross. So, you know, we have a defense mechanism already yeah. built in, in towards Hollywood's attitudes towards this. And so when someone like Amy Schumer is in a role like this, it's confusing because we don't know what Hollywood is trying to and, say. And you're a little bit scared. And I am too. Like, I, you know, I anticipate, oh shit, what, where, where are they going here? Yeah. But I actually don't think the movie went anywhere wrong with it. But what's funny to me too it didn't is, go anywhere great with it either. Like, well, and, and I see ends. what you're saying there. And, yeah. and, and I think you have valid points about it. And I think the movie did misstep in a lot of ways. I still enjoyed it. But, um, but yeah, 
on the one hand, there's that. that. That's what's still so interesting to me about it. On the one hand, yeah, there are people who are afraid of what they're going to do, what they're going to say. But then there are people who, and this is something we talk about a lot, and we got into an argument about this after the movie. There are people who really, their view is still so they're so skewed that they do think Amy Schumer is is an obese woman or is a, is an overweight woman. But I think part I think part of that is because this is something we've talked about separately, but I think they're very much connected is that if you watch a lot of movies and TV, what you think someone's size is in a movie is warped. Beca- totally. Because of your your frame of reference. Absolutely. It's like how people can't tell that actors are short a yeah. lot. Yeah. Because your frame of reference is, well, he's taller than that person, so he must be tall. But what you don't realize is he's standing next to an even shorter person. And so it's the same in movies that you think someone like Amy Schumer is bigger than she is because she's surrounded by, like, you know, like, eating disorders, essentially. Exactly. And so you think, like, oh, well, I'm a little bit bigger than the other people around me and Amy Schumer's a little bit bigger than the other people around her, so we must be the same size. But what you're forgetting is, is the scale. Is like, it's like, you know, these, these cows are small, but those cows are far away. Right. Like that Father Ted idea. Right, right. It's, it's, it's a perspective <laughs> thing. And so, yeah. like, you were getting very annoyed with people who were, th- who were comparing themselves to Amy Schumer, and you thought, like, oh, they're not comparable at all. Yeah. And I was trying to say, like, don't be mad at those people, like, because it's, I don't think it's their fault that they have that warped idea. I guess so. But my issue with it is more, is more how I think it's toxic if you look at whatever her name is, Emily Rodzikowski, you know, the model who's in the movie. Yeah, and think you that that's a, And think that that's a normal size because that's not a size. And for her, maybe maybe it is a normal size, but like for most women, for most women, for some women, it definite, that's a healthy weight. I'm sure. I'm not trying to say that this woman is unhealthy. Yeah. But for most women, that's not a healthy weight. Or at and least that's not, not natural a, weight. A, well, yeah, and if not it's not natural, natural it's not healthy. Yeah. So it's not a natural weight for most women. And so I'm bothered by that message being put forth that, oh, this is what is that what is natural. And, you know, something like Amy Schumer is overweight. And that's not true. Like, her, she's within a healthy range as well. Yeah, but see, the thing is, like, again, and it was a, a, just a side point of, of where I kind of thought the movie went wrong, is that it didn't really talk about... It didn't show these women as, as like, you know struggling to get and to maintain this weight it was just like she amy schumer just lived in a world where every woman was apart from two well apart from one but that's not true was this tiny size okay yeah uh, yeah okay right and i see what you're saying because hollywood is a world like that but the real world's not but in the film i was gonna say in the play in the film she was working in the fashion world and i don't even know if this really happens in new york but like the devil wears prada would suggest it as well that in the fashion world and magazines or whatever everybody who works there is a model but let, yeah let me finish so but but her friends you know one of them was ad bryant ad bryant actually is an overweight woman and ad bryant's size was never even commented on in the movie which which is a good thing that was not made an issue of at all right but the the issue wasn't just first of all Eddie Bryant was the only woman in the movie who was overweight yeah uh, it wasn't just in her workplace like everywhere she went like the the gym that she went to like everywhere else that she went like even her other best friend Busy Phillips mm-hmm. 
is very skinny. They try to, like, dowdy her up a yeah. little bit, but, like, she's a very skinny woman as well. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's kind of, you know, it. that's what I just mean in the sense of its message wasn't clear. And mm-hmm. I think because everyone has their defense up, with a movie whose message wasn't super clear and it kind of, or at least wavered itself a little bit on it, wasn't very good at sending its message, the trailer, the condensed version of that, when people already had their back up, it needed to work harder than I think it did mm-hmm. to put people's minds at ease. Yeah, I see what you're saying. And so, you know, it's just everyone has that fear of, you know, oh shit, what are they going to do with this this topic? This yeah. topic of women and their bodies and feeling secure in their bodies. What is it? What is a Hollywood movie going to say about this? And is it going to really insult everybody? Mm-hmm. And that's what those people were scared of. And mm-hmm. you know, having watched the movie, I don't think it insulted anybody, but I don't think it would have lifted anybody up uh, either at the yeah. same time. Yeah, and I think you're right about that. I do. I think you're right about that. I still enjoyed it. I still thought it was funny because uh, you know Amy Schumer is incredible, and everything she does is amazing and hilarious and wonderful. <laughs> So I still did enjoy it, but mostly, mostly because of her. Okay. And and because for me also, the comedy came from, and this is another point that people miss, and when people miss this, I'm like, that's on you, bro. The comedy wasn't like, oh, look at this not hot girl thinking she's hot. It was, look at this woman just so bringing, brimming with confidence that she's acting nutty and crazy, and Amy Schumer's very funny, and it was just funny. Anybody acting like that, at, like the supermodel or herself acting like that, is funny. But, it was just this brimming with confidence and acting almost like, you know, like a lunatic because of it but that's what I kind of said to you afterwards as well is that like in a way the movie didn't need this like magical brain damage I think I'm yeah. I think I'm beautiful storyline yeah. if it was just someone who had that sort of attitude yeah. and was placed in these scenarios the story would have worked perfectly if not better without mm-hmm. it you know um, exactly because it is it's so fun to just watch somebody like feeling themselves and it's yeah. just and just the way it was played and the way it was done a lot was really fun and really funny yeah if she was just pl- someone who had a, a shit ton of confidence and was to send a fish out of water yeah like that would have been perfectly fine and I would I think it would have been a stronger movie for yeah. it uh, you know yeah. and, and you wouldn't have had that controversy then either at the same time mm. um, that's kind of like have you ever seen um no this is a movie starring an anorexic woman which is well I'm that's a judgment um have you ever seen Happy Go Lucky with Sally Hawkins uh I don't think so it's it's really good no I definitely haven't actually no because yeah. I haven't seen a Sally Hawkins movie uh older than uh The Shape of Water yeah it's really good and so she's a 30 year old you know single woman oh my god and you know she but she's just like super happy like she's a first grade teacher she's like live, living her life loving it and she's just like brimming with happiness and confidence even though people around her are like why, you know why are you so happy about your life but she's just like loving yeah. life and going through it and and it's a real joy to watch so yeah yeah we should try and watch it sometime I don't know if it's, it's on great. Netflix or anything. It's great. Um, so yeah, and to kind of like, uh, I guess, round out uh, our movie episode, mm-hmm. um, you're doing um, a new podcast. Oh, that's right. I am. Um, so yeah, so because this was your first podcast and we mentioned yeah. that at the start of this, but now you're going to have a second podcast. I am. So yeah, uh another very important man in my life my brother so we've had an idea is he more important than me is he is he i'll kill him (laughs) (laughs) 
so he and I have had this idea for a while, actually, or it was his idea, really, um, to do a podcast where we revisit, like, obscure movies from our childhood that we haven't watched in, like, 20 years or so and revisit it. So it's called Now and Then, and, yeah, we just, uh, every other week we watch a new movie from our childhood and revisit it and talk about it. Okay, and you didn't start with the movie Now and Then. No, we will do Now and Then just because it's called Now and Then and we feel like yeah. we have to. And, yeah. you know, it, it fits enough. But, uh, no, we started with um, a movie called House Arrest, a 1996 movie starring Jamie Lee Curtis. And, which, which I've never seen. Yeah, no. Most, I've never even heard of Most it. of these movies you've never heard of. And yeah. so we're choosing, like, obscure things. Not, not that's, like, in the... Uh, you know, not not those kind of nostalgic movies that everybody talks about, but more stuff that we want people to be like, oh yeah, that movie. Like, yeah. I haven't thought about that in 20 years. Yeah, or even if it's just a movie you've never heard of, it's yeah. like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah. You know, but, uh, so that's cool. So yeah, you recorded the first episode already. Mm-hmm. Um, that will be up at some point. Uh, you, as soon as you teach my brother how to edit, edit a podcast. It. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that'll be up, and then you record your second one. And what's the second one on again? Angus, which oh, is a film right. we've actually talked about on this podcast. That's right, that's right. And I was I was denigrated by uh, my friend uh, Amanda for not knowing what it was as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad your friend Amanda knows it and likes it. It's yeah. so good. So you have to, we're, I'm not going to make you watch all these movies with no. me because some of them are not worth it, but you are going to have to watch Angus. Yeah, I'm no, that's, sure. that's fine. I'm down with that. Um, alright, so, uh, very briefly, because, uh, we are just kind of over, we try and keep these a half an hour, but I'm gonna go a little bit longer this time, because there's one thing that I've been stuck on for a little over a week now, um, and it's Kanye West's new, uh, I say album, it's more of an EP, it's seven tracks. Okay. Because we talked about Kanye on here before, yeah. when he kind of lost his damn mind. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting, because... Since then, he has because we were we were kind of talking about it. Thinking I was thinking he was probably a manic depressive, right? But apparently, he's being diagnosed now with by with being bipolar, mm. and uh, this album is essentially talking about that and talking about because obviously, I guess he's gotten some help. He's gotten some medication, and he's kind of you know gone to a point where he's he's stable again. And he's recorded this during that time. So it doesn't have scoop diddy poop. Poop diddy scoop the poop poop the scoop poop the scoopy poop. Um, so it doesn't have that song on it, which Aww. I know tickles you immensely. But uh, but it does it does have like a lot of tracks. And the, the opening track is very intense because uh, it talks about essentially uh, wanting to kill his wife. Mm-hmm. And legitimately, not like, you know, oh, I could kill you. But actually, he's like, I like had thoughts about, about killing, killing you. you. Um, and it, yeah, it's other kind of odd thoughts and he talks about kind of, there's a, there's a, he, what I like is about the, the production of the album as well is that there's parts of it that are trying to recreate what his kind of like, you know, the, the high points of his bipolar can feel like, mm. um, and, uh, like there's, you know, it'll, the, suddenly the, the, the tones will go up and it will scream mm. and all that kind of shit, but. Uh, yeah, it's good, and apparently it's his like eighth uh, Billboard top one hundred uh, number one album. Damn. Um, which is insane to me because it had no fanfare. He kind of released it just quietly, uh, and quickly, and um, yeah, it's just it's uh, it's it's impressive. But I was talking to a few quite a few people about it the last couple of weeks, and they were saying. And it's interesting how you talk about projection, because mm. I think I think Kanye is that type of, of figurehead, 
who who kind of brings out people's feelings towards other things. Mm. Um, but I know some people who like had dealings with you know uh, real life friends or whatever who have you know had mental difficulties, and it's that Bojack Horseman thing of like just because you have problems doesn't make it okay that you're an asshole. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, and that and that's brought out I think a lot of people's feelings towards that sort of stuff, you know. And also as well people's feelings towards seeing someone who is pub- very very publicly uh going through some shit and not getting help for it. Yeah. And I've noticed how people's feelings towards that can be different cuz some people are kind of like angry at him because he's got so much money that he didn't get help for it before going on TMZ and saying some mad shit about slavery. Yeah. Uh, you know, and saying, like, how he's not... It's it's disgraceful that he's not looking after himself with all the resources he has available to him. And then there's other people, you know, who are saying, like, uh, that they he, he makes them feel sad because they're seeing someone, like, quite publicly go through the ringer and... Uh, they don't want to be associated with that for for that reason either, so it's it's kind of fascinating to me. But it's it's a legitimately fucking great album. Yeah, and I like I think we both in general have pretty warm feelings towards him. I think maybe yeah. you even more so than me. Yeah. But I don't like you're talking about. Of course, just because your problems doesn't give me an excuse to be an asshole. I don't think he's that much of an asshole. Like, I, I really don't. I, I had that reaction, too, when I was seeing people say this sort of stuff. Yeah. And I had to contemplate it, because some of the people who were saying this stuff were African-American. Saying that he was a big asshole. Yeah. Okay. And, and, uh, and or, just, or just saying that they've, they've had enough of him, or, or things okay. like that. And I can kind of, you know, I guess a part of my maybe being able to forgive him or not care too much about the sort of things that he's saying maybe kind of part of my own privilege in the sense of mm-hmm. he doesn't represent me in any way. Yeah, that's true. That's a and good point. His, his actions wouldn't change how the general public would think about someone like me. So, you know, mm. some of my male African-American friends can be like, you know, he's kind of giving us all a bad name. Yeah. Um, like that guy on TMZ, I forget his name, but that guy on TMZ yeah. who kind of, that guy was fucking awesome, who yeah. kind of came out and was like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah, and he was kind of like you know, it's 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 hurting our community. Yeah, and you know he's not, he is not part of my community in a number of different ways. I don't even fucking I'm yeah. not American for right. a start, right. let alone anything else. So uh, so yeah, it's kind of and I think but that that's part of why I, I love Kanye in a sense is is because I think he, he he's powerful in a lot of ways, and he has no clue what to do with that power. Mm. And I think he makes a lot of terrible decisions with that power, but in a sense, at least from a from an outsider's perspective of someone who's just watching, at least he's making different decisions with that power. Mm. Uh, you know, he is choosing to be incredibly honest about this sort of stuff. Yeah. I mean, he is choosing to to be very public with this all this sort of stuff, and in a way, you know, if you look at a Taylor Swift, for example. Mm whose per- public persona is so cultured yeah and is so sterile yeah um i mean i still make fun of taylor swift because like you know why wouldn't you but because uh, she can't come to the phone right now <laughs> why oh 
she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's, yeah, it's... I, I kind of, there's something, I, I guess I see a lot of myself in them. Because I talked recently on here about the kind of the issues I've been going through this year. And here's the thing, like, I would not, you know, and I'd be interested to hear what you think, but I would not be hard on him for people saying, what, he has all the resources and he's not getting help. But a huge part of the battle when you have a mental illness is recognizing that you need help. And you, you see the way yeah. he even talks about it still. And I actually appreciate this. And I, and I have way more of a holistic view of the human psyche than to even be quick to call something a mental illness. He's saying in some ways it's his superpower. And so in some ways he has very positive feelings towards this and, and towards his mania probably. And a lot of people do and a lot of artists mm. do. And I think that's okay. I don't, I'm not that black and white about it to say like, no, this is bad and you must medicate and you must get help because obviously it, it, it it's part of him. And he is very talented and very creative. Yeah. I don't, and I don't, yeah, so maybe that part of him doesn't need to be shut down and sedated. Yeah. I feel like he, he's, he's the yin to, Don, to Donald Glover's yang, I think, in a way. Because <laughs> Donald Glover is someone who's very, he knows what he's putting out there. Yeah. And he's very considered about what he's putting yeah. out there. Uh, but, yeah, and I like both of them a lot, but um, I guess I do lean more towards Kanye because I think... If I was in Kanye's shoes, I'd probably be more like Kanye. <laughs> yeah, and the thing too is like, um, oh God, and Candace Owens, we talked about her, and she was, but she was this really stupid speech she made, and she was singing the praises of Kanye and, and Donald Trump. And I think this sort of attitude that Kanye has, like, we can appreciate it, and it's okay in Kanye, because, you know, he makes music. He's not running the free world. No. So it's okay to be that unfiltered and, yeah. you know, to or make even, these kind of big mistakes. Or even that uneducated. Yeah, like, you know, right. Like, there's a lot of shit he doesn't know that he talks about. Like, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Right, but at know? the end of the day, he makes music and his yeah. job is making music and he does that job very well. Yeah. So I think we can forgive a lot of the other things. Yes, let's. Uh, all right, so let's wrap it up, guys. I'm going to do... Uh, we, we do this intermittently, but I'm going to thank my Patreon subscribers uh, for keeping this thing going. Yay, um, you're the best. At this, at th- this week, more than most, I'm, I'm appreciative of, you, of all of you. Yes. So we're going to give a big rundown um, of uh, thank yous for everyone. So uh, let's take it in turns as we try to. So I'm going to go with uh, Buffo Yuck Stews. Cheers, guys. <laughs> uh, Larry F. Uh, Shannon, uh, merci beaucoup. I'm gonna see if I can say thank you in as many different ways oh, as possible. Oh wow! Okay. Right. Um, widget W, Danka. Yeah. Are we doing? Are we gonna do the, the capital uh, letters of every single? Oh, sorry. I don't know if we should. I don't think we have doubles. And oh. I have put wrote doubles down in case we get one, but I don't okay. think we have one. Yeah, until we get one, you know. Okay. Uh, uh Declan, uh, nice one. <laughs> um, Abby. Gracias. Oh, gra- gracias. <laughs> uh, Jeremy, uh, sound bud. Um, uh, Patrick, thanks a million. <laughs> no, you can't just do an accent and make that work. I said thanks a million. All right, so a million thanks. <laughs> uh, uh, Amanda, you know what you did. <laughs> um, Apollonius. Can't wait too long. Can't wait too oh. long. You gotta do it. It's gone. It's gone. Sarah. Good day, mate. That's not a thank you. Well, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, a sign off, I guess. All right, <laughs> fine. Um, 
will be. Oh, sorry. Will, I will, will be, be thanking you right, right now. Oh, legend. Uh, <laughs> Scott, uh, I love you. Wow, that was a good. Yeah. That was very thanking. Yeah. Oh. He'll never hear this, oh, though. Heather. Mwah. Oh. I just blew you a kiss. That was my That's nice. You. That's nice. Uh, Dave, I'll see you on Sunday. Oh, it's Dave McGowan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Steven. Oh, you just... Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 What am I... What, what can I do for you? What can I do? What can I do? All right. Thank all of you guys. You're all wonderful people and, yes, and you're you amazing. All. And I'll, I'll find more new and, and unusual ways to thank you in the future, I'm sure. Uh, in the meantime, um, you ready? Yes. Catch, Catch a wave! Oh, we did not do that well. <laughs> Catch a wave whale, guys. Catch a wave whale. <laughs>